Are you quite comfortable? I'm fine. Are you comfortable? I'm, I'm okay, good. Good. Let's do this. Let's chat. We've been friends for a while now. A long time. <laughs> I mean, and we pick up where we left off. Totally. It's like, see you, don't see you a while. Oh, see you, pick up. <laughs> Easy. Oh, see you, had a kid all of a sudden. Oh, right. See you. Both of us. A, yeah, yeah, kids. And then the kids meet and it's like amazing. Yes. Yeah. So the first time I actually did meet you mm -hmm. was in Taupo, Taupo. Right. Yeah. Taupo. I have to say that too. Yeah. Yeah. Here at this very hotel. Yeah. Out on the patio. It's where yeah. I learned mm -hmm. just how much you love to have a chat over here. <laughs> Where's my beer? <laughs> uh, you've been out partying so long, so late, <laughs> that everywhere's closed and I couldn't get you any beers. Jeez. Okay. I'll forgive. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> uh, everyone, I haven't even actually introduced you okay. yet. This mm -hmm. is Meredith Kessler. Welcome Hi. to the Wits Up podcast. Always good to be here. But I mean, I feel like we've been podcasting for like an hour now because we've yeah. been chatting prior <laughs> and it's just been fluid and free. <laughs> I have to keep saying to you, stop, save it for the podcast. I know, I know. Yep. You might get a repeat of some. It, it's okay. Okay. Let's kick off okay. from, like I just said to you, normally we don't talk too much about triathlon, right. but it would be stupid not to talk about it a mm -hmm. little bit. I want to start off with what actually happened to you this, this weekend yes. and this evening, it's yes. all very, very fresh. So um, fresh. Let's just start off with the fact that you're in tears on stage. Who did that to oh you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, the <laughs> dramatics of this evening was paramount. I, I, was, I was laughing because, like, in my life, I promise you, no one – one thing I can say with certainty is, like, no one could really get away – like, my husband, for example – could never pull off like a surprise party for me or like, you know, not telling me someone was even like meeting us at dinner one night. I mean, he just, I would get his vibe. I would get his like life that he's not telling the truth or I know him so well or any of my best friends. But tonight of all times in my life, and I'm 40, I have never been as surprised or taken aback as I was this evening. Yeah, at the award ceremony of Ironman New Zealand, uh, so us pro women, we get announced. Um, the top eight gals come out on stage. La, la, la. Mike Riley comes up, and he's like, okay, well, we do the Kona roll down tonight. Um, for the pros, it happens here. And so I'm going to ask that it was two and two, which is amazing, this race. So the top two, male and females, um, qualified for Kona. So Mike and Starkey qualified in the dudes. And the Mike comes to the gals, and he's like, Jocelyn, are you accepting your slot? And she says, yes. And so I'm, I'm sitting there in third, just got third, by the way, Ironman New Zealand. So I knew I wasn't having a slot. I knew it was yep. just the top two. Clearly, I thought that Jocelyn and Teresa would just take their slots and, you know, that's the end of the day. And as a, an aside, before I continue, is I wasn't chasing Kona this year. I was letting the universe guide the way. And, um, you know, if it happened here, amazing, that's great. Um, if it didn't, I wasn't going to chase. Regardless, though, I was going on a 70.3 frenzy like we discussed yesterday. <laughs> so my point is, Teresa gets up to the mic and Mike Riley goes, Teresa, are you accepting your slot to Kona 2019? And she says, no. And I say, I, well, I don't say anything. And, and I, in my head, though, I'm like, oh, she's just cracking a joke. She's just like, no. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yes. But she genuinely is like, no, um, I'm not going to take my slot. 
And so Mike comes to me and I like I if anyone got like any kind of footage of this, like my I didn't really understand what was happening in the moment. Like it was like I hallucinated. And so Mike comes to me and asks me if if I want the Kona 2019 slot and I had to take the mic for a second and be like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike, can I take the mic? I need to ask Teresa like a question, you know, and I said something to the effect of, okay, you're 29. You could actually win Kona in your days, whether that's in 2019 or going forward. Do not want your slot because you need to like, you know, figure out Kona, race more, whatever it is, Ironman New Zealand was your fourth Ironman, or do you feel sorry for this 40-year-old that didn't qualify? And she <laughs> cracked a joke back and was like, oh, it's for the latter, meaning <laughs> it's because I feel sorry for you, Meredith, so I want you to have the slot, yada, yada. So I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I literally, the embarrassment I felt, because I literally start sobbing like a little schoolgirl. Like I just start tearing up and like, wow, I just wasn't expecting that at all. And she was so sweet and she just like quietly said to me and tapped me on the back. It's like, I'm glad it was you, which makes you feel so Aww. nice. And of course I was like, two things. I was like, are you sure I'm holding the coin of the Kona qualifying co coin? Mike Riley just gave me, are you sure you can have it back? <laughs> She's like, no, I, I don't want it this year. And I said, all right then. And then I turned to Sid and I'm like, Sid, I'm sorry. I, do you want it? <laughs> You're an idiot. She's like, Meredith don't be ridiculous um and of course i know sid will get it in port mccoy coming up anyways but so yeah i you know and i i i didn't even like ask my husband or anything but ak he, he doesn't care but he knows that you know I, I had started the process in hopes like like i always tell you you know i just want to do Kona like the athlete that I start Kona as and I've yeah. not been able to do that in so long like a decade basically and what drives us most about the sport is coming back and trying to accomplish or satisfy some form of goal and I just can't seem to do that in Kona and what do they say you can't oh Meredith can never crack the Kona code and every other person out there understandably would be like Oh, Meredith Kessler, she's terrible in Kona. She never does well. True, true, true. <laughs> and so I just need, not for anyone else, of course, but for my family, for my tribe, for me, I would love to try to go out there and, and give it another crack. It's like, keep trying, right? Yeah. If we don't try, we'll never know. And so I've actually started the process maybe a month ago. Finally, you know, more blood work now that my post-MAC hormones are more in check and you know, you may see me lined up in, in Kona with earplugs on and like <laughs> some Vaseline all over my skin and just trying to figure out what makes me so sick in that water. So um, I have plenty of time now, which is great because I, I definitely won't race another Ironman till Kona, which I'm really tripped out even saying that because I yeah. just didn't expect that. Um, so we will just, I'll actually go home tonight from this podcast and be like, Aaron, wait, we didn't discuss yeah, Are you cool? I just totally am. <laughs> we're going to Kona in October. And he'll be like, cool. We better figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good Aaron impression. Yeah, long time with that guy. So I get his like man voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you literally came from the mm -hmm. awards, jumped mm -hmm. in the car, mm -hmm. gave Aaron yeah. and Mac a kiss and walked yes. up here without yeah. discussion. I was like, we love stuff. <laughs> we need to make the time for this. <laughs> and... 
good luck putting Mac to bed. Oh. <laughs> He'll be fine. I'm just kidding. You're and he dog. actually ordered a pizza because when I get home, I'm going to eat some some pizza. Oh, dude, you should have told me. I know. Well, I'm always we up for pizza. stopped at Pizza House. Then he dropped me off. We got a dial. Don't worry. It's okay. all good. And when you do an Ironman, it honestly doesn't matter what time of day you eat for like the next, I don't know, 48 hours. Yeah. So you yeah, can eat at true. 11 at night and it's like you don't even feel that it went in your stomach. So it's all exactly. good. Exactly. <laughs> and you'll be flying back to the States soon. So you've totally. got to like get back on. We'll be you know, fine. US We're going time. to that fly fishing lodge uh, though yes. the next two days. So nice. Aaron can do his thing. Mac and I will hang out. Um, so that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. And then back to the States because we've been gone almost a month between going to Wanaka oh, yeah. and then yeah. going to, to here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's your pizza topping of choice? Well, I was trying to be like a nice accommodating wife. So I just said, <laughs> whatever you want, honey. <laughs> Which will be wrong. Pepperoni. No. Clearly oh, pepperoni. pepperoni. Yeah, but right. if he's a loving husband, he'll get extra sauce, which is what I like, like extra marinara under the ah. cheese, the pep. Yeah. So that's where we're at. We'll see how that works when I get home. Yeah, right. And I arrive at this amazing pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's bound to happen. It will. What What's your thoughts of pineapple on pizza? You know what? I'm n not opposed to it. But I haven't, you know, they do pe they do pineapple on ham right, yeah. in the States. So I need, that's the Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. I need to give that more a crack, as you would say. Yeah. So. <laughs> Me specifically or Australians would I say I guess that. Australians. But yeah. I love that you guys say crack. I mean, we've had this conversation before Definitely. between the word root. Yep. Like I said, I'm rooting for you. And you're like, yeah, Mira, we don't say that in, uh, <laughs> in Australia. I was like, but it means I'm cheering for you. And you're like, it doesn't. Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we actually discussed it a lot more. We did, because you're like, it actually doesn't mean cheering at all. But <laughs> anywho, <laughs> go from there. Everyone can look, look that up or Google it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> American version versus Australian version. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots. I've had this conversation with quite a few Have Americans okay. and Canadians about okay. yeah, different things. Because they say it too. They say root. They say root. Yeah, I'm right. rooting for you. Yeah. And you're like, that doesn't mean what you think it means. No. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that then. <laughs> uh, Mac. Yes. Is he going to get into the fly fishing or into the triathlon, do you think? Oh, gosh. 100% fly fishing. Yeah, Aaron, right. too, like he always um, had to have a ball in terms of sports, whether uh, yep. that's football, basketball, baseball. Um, I think, of course, Mac might end up playing the cello. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, if we had it, like, a way that our lifestyle is, I doubt, like, we were at a swim meet the other day for, like, one of my good friend's sons, and he was like, um, is Mac going to do this? He's like a hot <laughs> notatorium. Um, I was like, we don't know what Mac will want to do. Yeah. We'll see what Mac, but regardless, Aaron, I really do look forward to the day that Mac, or Aaron, rather, takes Mac out yeah. to go fish and stuff, and, um, That'll be actually really special because it's Aaron. Aaron doesn't get excited about, like, he's a very, like, even-killed guy, which is yeah. great. Like, when we win and lose, he's the same. Like, yeah, literally, right. it's it's actually okay when we, like, do badly, let's say, in a race. But when we win, I'm like, dude, could you be, like, yeah. a little bit excited? That'd be awesome. Brett's the exact right? same. It's like, yeah, Brett's probably like, oh, good job, mate. And yeah. then if you do bad, oh, Good job, mate. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so it's like, um, all right. So he's very just 
a little too, but, but with fly fishing, there's a little more sparkle yeah. in his eye, a little more pep in his step. So yeah, like he's giddy. He won't do it. He'll never admit it. Yeah. But he's giddy for it because so we'll get there at the to the lodge tomorrow and then he has he'll go fishing all day. Brilliant. On the next day, like so I won't even see him from like nine to five. We won't. So Mac and yeah, I right. will have a a, a a day together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that will be nice. It'll be totally cool. Yeah. It, we're in the middle of nowhere, in New Zealand, like walking Perfect. nature. It'll be good. Yeah. It's kind of needed, right, after an Ironman where you just, like, kind of exploded in so many areas of your body, <laughs> mind, and spirit. It's like, okay, wait, I do nothing today. I just walk and enjoy, like, literally smell the roses. So, yeah. yeah. So it's good. And the food's amazing. The wine's amazing. Yeah. That's why we go. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nui, you guys message me if you ever want to go to the Best Fly Fishing Lodge on the North Island. It's about 45 minutes north of uh, Taupo. Okay. Yeah. All right. All of all of the listeners out there who are hey, fly fishing, there's, there's fly, aficionados, triathletes, and fly f- have a lot of fishermen in it, and fisher really? ladies or anglers, they're called anglers. Know. Anglers. Is That's, that for all types of fishing? Are you called anglers, or just for specific types of fishing? Oh shoot! This is where I need Aaron. I don't know. I just know an angler okay. is. That might be the women's version of fishermen. Oh. Anyways. I've met, so at Poranui, you eat with the other guests at the main. So yeah. there's like, say, eight main, main like rooms, and then you have a, a main lobby area. That's where the chef is. That's where you eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinners. Oh, right. And your dinners are always together because everyone's back from either hunting or fishing or um, there's horseback riding there. Oh, um, wow. It's funny, as, a, as an aside to triathlon, all that place needs because like you could definitely bike out it's in the middle of nowhere country roads um you can run anywhere they they do have this whole ranch there that does have like a treadmill and weights and stuff which is great yeah all it needs is i told them this because we've been going every year we've been since 2012 um is a pool yeah if they like you could run some pretty mean triathlon camps if you wanted there um that's in due time that we'll be back doing that but my point is it's just a, a good way to get away to do all those fun things. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that's what we're doing the next two days. And eventually, so Aaron's 43, okay? And so for his 50th birthday, which we have seven years, but his dream <laughs> is to bring, like, all his buddies to this fly fishing lodge. So I oh, wow. I have seven years to have this in the back of my mind to do that. And, um, you know, we're very privileged that they have given us, like, kind of like um, – a local athlete rate because <laughs> it's quite expensive to go there. So we've been very fortunate that we kind of get like the, like I said, the athlete rate yeah. for the local girl that comes out from America. So, um, but it's cool because we've met people from all over the world. And actually, Aaron, this is where when I say pep in a step, I yeah. see him like come out of his hive. Like he just starts chatting to these like fishermen and they are like-minded individuals. So, and they keep in touch and they stay on email. So it's, that's kind of fun for me as the wife of someone who's been with her husband for, you know, since we were 14 to see him like really thrive basically. So I have my time here to thrive and do this whole triathlon thing. And then we go to his part of the world. Um, where it's food, wine, and fishing, and yeah. good conversation, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. We're so different, Aaron and I. Like, he, he, every day he's like, could you not say thank you a thousand times? You told that waitress <laughs> thank you nine times. I'm like, 
Aaron, I love you, but would you rather me just be a raging, you know what, talking yeah. to, no, that's just not my jam. And sometimes it is a nervous tick. Like my friends giggle, Meredith, you always say, sorry, thank you, sorry, thank you. I, I do have that tendency. He is like such, so serious. Like he'll, of course he's gracious. So he'll be like, yeah. thank you. But it's like one time, and then, yeah. you know? And so um, <laughs> we're very different and just our approach to, oh, like I'm the awesome, optimist he's more yeah. the pessimist not that he's pessimistic person but like we have that like yeah. kind of thing or he um i can talk a mile a minute and i said this at our wedding is aaron's not the life of the party ever but he's the life of my party like he's so funny Aww. and what he says is like meaningful and people listen but even if it's not as much you know yeah so you do get a little more than a few beers in him and then i can't get him to shut up yeah, like right. you're talking a lot dude and you're interrupting Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so similar to brett mm -hmm. and i mm -hmm. although really brett will never talk too much like he will no. never get to a point i think where he'll talk too much so funny but it is it he's so so similar mm -hmm. and when you said about the excitement level or the disappointment right. level is mm -hmm. same same even kill mm -hmm. we were having a conversation this is a years ago because mm -hmm. I, I would love him to run his own restaurant mm -hmm. but i know there's a lot that right. comes right. with that of course. but i just think he's that talented um as a chef and you believe and, in him Hello. absolutely yeah. And similar, I'm yep. the optimistic, like, dreamer. Cheerleader. Ooh, like, yeah. you'd be great, honey, do totally. it. Totally. Yeah. And he just go, and similar mm -hmm. to what you said, he's not a pessimist, but he right. can be pessimistic. Right. And he'll just go straight to the, but it's this, yes, this, yes, isn't it? And I'm yes. like, wee, just wee. wee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And one day my mate said to him, we're talking about this restaurant, mm -hmm. what do you, you know, mm -hmm. in, give me five words that describes mm -hmm. how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. If, so if I said to you, give me five words that describes how you felt about uh, your first win here, mm -hmm. what, how would you answer that? Oh, you'd say like elated, over the moon, yep. enriched, excited, <laughs> flabbergasted. Correct. Mm -hmm. This is Brett. So how do you feel about this restaurant idea, Brett? I feel good about it. Five words. I was <laughs> just going to say, it was a good day. <laughs> So sums, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, sums him up perfectly. So I just laugh when I hear you talking about Aaron and, yeah. you know, a lot of that. Um, but it's it's funny how, you know, they do say opposites attract. Right, and, it's but, true. But it, it, it works. And it's it works. Like, kind of like those puzzle pieces all right. just slotting in together. And we have our right. strengths and weaknesses that seem right. to reflect each other and bounce off each other well. Right. But of yeah. course, I mean, there's th there is that. And then there's sometimes where you're like, I don't know if you do, but it's not that I get mad is the wrong word. It's more like perplexed. I'll be like, dude, can you show me some form of excitement? D totally. Not that you get like, I don't want to say frustrated or if like say things, <laughs> right, in a relationship like, you know, things just add up and then, you know, Mac or, Fr Mac or Frankie are crying and everything's like just been off like for a long time and then there's no excitement level and something you want them to be excited about. <laughs> you're like at your like wits end yep. and you're just like, why are you more excited? You know, <laughs> I mean, we'd be crazy to think like, I mean, I'm sorry, every couple has to have little <laughs> things, little, 
I love Aaron to the moon and back. I still get butterflies when I yeah. see him. But at the same time, I'm like, and he would say the same about me, yeah. though he would never tell me. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, sometimes I want him to get mad at me. Like, oh, aren't you God, annoyed that insane. I did that? That's so annoying. I'm tapping my foot on the table under time. The only time he's annoyed at me is it's like, he, and he's not mean about it, is you just said 10 sorries. <laughs> Does Brett do that for you? Or like, Oh, I'm constantly trying to find ways to make him bite. And I can't. Like, I'm constantly trying to make him show some kind of, uh, not emotion, but... Tell it, does it, Brett have road rage at all? No. Oh, that's one thing I can get my husband on. Uh, it's not road rage. He's the most patient person I know. Okay, road rage is the wrong word. It's um, like... Uh, here it's really hard uh, have you noticed just to get out on the lake yeah. right with the boat cars he gets so frustrated that we have to go do a u-turn and go like the back roads it will literally save 30 seconds i'm like yeah. dude you're the patient person i know except when you're behind the wheel <laughs> <laughs> now i'm the one with road rage oh, okay yeah yeah road like, rage and lead foot totally <laughs> heavy Brett's heavy gone. foot because we just share a car, but it's under his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like something from Vic Roads, which is mm -hmm. where we have to register our car okay, and stuff. Okay, okay. And there'll be a letter, and he'll just give it straight to me, and he's like, this will be your speeding ticket. <laughs> because is. I didn't get one. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's amazing how, yeah, the dudes roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we love them all the same. And it's funny, I'd love to have... Brett and Aaron do a podcast together and see what they'd say about us. Exactly. <laughs> but I often think about that because I constantly talk to people and I'm like, oh, yeah. and Brett's done this. And I'm not complaining because yeah. he's great and patient yeah. and amazing. Yeah. But I wish he'd just fire up about something like me. Mainly because maybe I just want a sparring partner for yeah. five minutes. Yes, right. Um, and I often think, I wonder if he ever says <laughs> anything about me to anyone else and no. no he probably doesn't no he's just happy ticking along <laughs> just going away thanks frankie's the cutest thinks you're the best and just goes along with his day i know it's so trippy yeah. but yeah that that's an interesting thing to think about but yeah yeah but, and that's also um i actually put something up a few weeks ago because i need mm -hmm. to get better at, at letting brett put frankie to sleep yes um, <laughs> because yes. you know Oh. He's got to learn how to do it. She totally. needs to learn to let him do it. Right. And, you know, right. and um, because he's the most patient man in the universe, she can cry for an hour straight and he oh. will not falter at all. But I'm sitting in the other room and hearing her cry for 60 seconds. I'm like, right, done, game over. Yep. I need to settle her because yep. I can't, not because he's doing a bad job, right. not because anything's wrong, yes. but I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So um, You go out of the house? Well, that's what I had to do. I had to leave yeah, headphones on, mm -hmm. do some work so I couldn't mm -hmm. hear anything. And mm -hmm. I mean, she's better now anyway. But right. It's, um, so would you ever yeah. get mad at Brett for letting her cry? Because I do that with Aaron. I'm like, he's crying. Why aren't you going to get him? I'm leaving. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. I do. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's funny because in theory, is that our issue? Or their issue. That's what I... Yeah. I, and I think I've been trying... I think it's, like, my issue because I'm not... Like, he's like, Meredith, you can let him cry longer than 60 seconds. Yeah. And, like, that mofo is always right. Like, come two to seven minutes, he's asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, 
all right, fine. <laughs> but, and I didn't understand this until I had a kid. Right. It, there is an attachment, and we were talking about this right. earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is not putting the men down or no, anything. Like, no, I no, don't mean no. it like that at all. No. But there is that attachment mm-hmm. yep. that you just don't know until you have a kid. I had uh-uh. no idea that she right. would be pulling my heartstrings all the, all time, the time, like all day. It's mm-hmm. yeah, I had yeah, I used to think mums were off their heads when they talk about right. that kind of stuff. Right. And it used to do my head hearing right. people talking about it. Right. Oh but yeah. Now I understand. You can leave the kid. Like now you can't even fathom. I can't fathom. The longest I'm away from Mac is when I was racing yesterday. Yeah. Like yeah. literally and I have this privilege of being able to have him on the course. Like I could I know myself and, and like you, I could never go to work and not have him there. And yeah. there's so many people because um, I remember in my first race back was Ironman Texas. He had just turned five months, and I was sobbing for the race. Like, how am I going to leave him for nine hours? And I yeah. was like, Meredith, snap out of it. People do this every day. They drop their kids off somewhere, yeah. um, understandably, or with a parent, a family member, and they go to work for eight, ten, twelve, whatever, however many hours. Your kid gets to be at your business meeting. Like literally yeah. you can, I know you can't literally spend time with him whilst you're working, but you can see him out there. Yeah. I also had a whole other dynamic because I was worried about how he was going to eat because he wasn't, he was only taking a bottle. Da, yeah. da, da, and that's when Hillary Biscay ended up nursing him whilst I was racing. I know because I was so worried he, he was not the, the story on that is yeah, I want to talk about the, it. he wasn't having any, he would only have, he would only nurse. He wouldn't take a bottle. Yep. And he wasn't on solid foods yet. He would just turn five months. I, we were traveling so much because I had raced Texas, St. George, Chattanooga, Raleigh. And I said, once we get home from Raleigh, he'll be about six months. We'll start feeding him solids. Perfect. Yeah. So I didn't want to give him solids while we were traveling because what if he pooed all over the plane? Like there's so yeah. many like little <laughs> things, right? But when he had just turned five months and I was racing Texas, I was like, my hurt, my like sadness came from, oh my gosh, is he gonna be crying all day because Aaron can't get him to take a bottle. I couldn't get him to take a bottle, right? So I even bought eyedroppers so Aaron could like take the milk. And remember, I wasn't even pumping. I pumped that day. That's like the only time I pumped because my kid wouldn't take a bottle. So, and I'm an athlete. I don't know if my milk production was up or down, but I nursed the kid for 13 months, so he was yeah. fine. But I was worried, like, how is he going to get his nutrition? And Hillary actually put me at ease. She had a two-month-old at the time, and she was like, "Mare, I'm going to be there. Worst comes to worst, I nurse him." And me, I was like, "Wait, only the mother can nurse the child." I honestly, you would think I would get the memo. I didn't realize. There's a whole thing called wet nurses that nur- which is amazing. Dude, I had no idea. I had no idea. I yeah. didn't know someone else. It's breast milk, so it doesn't matter. I, I yeah. didn't know that. I thought only your child could have your milk. No, I, I thought that too. Yeah. Until I pretty much saw your post, and I was like, "Wait, hang on, what?" Right. Right. Yeah. And I, it's funny because I. That's so funny. So so good. So I'm not as I. I thought, no. am I really ignorant? And I felt it because I was like. I didn't know. I just didn't know. First time mom, I don't know. Um, but, but, sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, no, but not at all. I also think, and I think it's incredible mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, you guys mm-hmm, did, mm-hmm. but just getting my head around someone else doing it. Because it's so intimate. Kid, 
100 percent 100 percent because like i honestly would mm -hmm. struggle with even like my, my best friend in the world i would totally struggle. no it's totally because well there were two things and this all happened at mile 14 of an <laughs> iron man that seven second video you saw of yeah. hillary and obviously because it's Hillary and I know her so well, like yeah. I know where her nipple is, I know she's clean. <laughs> like you see, I'm not trying to be gross, but like I know she's yeah. not this random person yeah. just sticking her nipple in my son's mouth. <laughs> but what was so crazy in that moment, it, I was giggling internally, but like the, obviously the amount of, of relief I felt in that like seven seconds she told me that Mac was fine, so she, yeah, she, she goes, I just fed your baby, all's good. And in my head I was like, that little, that little guy took her nipple and won't take a bottle. She took a <laughs> random, not that it's, it's just random to him. Totally. He's never had, like, did her nipple, right? Yeah. He's had mine at that time for five months. So he'll take a nipple and I can't t get him to take one of seven bottles that I yeah. bought to try. It was just amazing. So there was a lot of relief in my first, first was relief and second was, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna think about it. It just is and then yeah. it all worked out and then I remember actually I got drug tested after the race and USADA wouldn't let me in to nurse wouldn't let him in with me to nurse and to their credit I had St. George a week later and they apologized for that because oh, I'm good. going through the finish line literally at St. George you know my boobs in races and a half even grew from like a size B to a size D over the yeah. four hours. And an Ironman, it was insane. Yeah. A, they hurt. B, they're full of milk. C, they're sugar-filled milk. And because my kid won't take a bottle, he's getting all the gels that I've just, yeah. you know, eaten, eaten. And everyone's like, oh, you should pump before. And I almost did. But I was like, what if it's not enough milk? And it was fine. He just, yeah. he drank the sugared milk he might have been a little crazy the night of a race probably from inhaling all that sugar <laughs> but it was fine but um but yeah they did apologize later and like Meredith we're sorry we didn't let like what is my kid gonna do right in the drug testing room yeah is he gonna like is a little five-month-old gonna put something in my urine no yeah. he's just in there nursing and, and it actually and is a big someone watching you as well right the whole time someone just like yesterday someone yeah. is chaperoning you can't so go anywhere without someone right there it's actually illegal to be honest you have you can't with with I'm just not a squeaky wheel in this like at the time I was just done an Ironman I just want to pee and get the heck out of there yeah but they got it's kind of like they got a good person to do that too and I mean that and that I was like oh it's okay and that was mainly because Hillary had just nursed him twice. Yeah. And, um, but I, the other half of me was like, I could have been, I could have like yeah. really been upset and caused an issue. But at the time I was just so happy to be done <laughs> with yeah. an Ironman with a five, like at that point I had other worries. I was like, oh, my pelvic floor hung in. Like I have told you before, <laughs> yeah. I thought, you know, my C-section scar was gonna like bust open during that run. I just wasn't yeah. sure what was gonna happen. So made it work, peed, got out of there, yeah. and got to Mac. It was all yeah. good, but, um, and t like I said, to Yasada's credit, St. George the following weekend, they, when I went through the line to go to drug testing, they were like, we're so sorry, you can bring Mac, all's good, you can nurse him wherever, take your time, we're so sorry that happened last weekend, and I appreciated that. Yeah. It wasn't like an unspoken word, you know? Yeah, that's, well, So yeah. that was appreciated, yeah. for sure. Like you say, they were lucky that they had 
the person who says sorry and thank you a thousand times in the space of 30 seconds. Right, right. And the fact that Mac wasn't crying right. and, you know, so yeah. everything was cool, calm. No, that was um, helpful. But I rate that they yeah. stood up the next week. No, that was really up. appreciative. Yeah. It was the same way and when I had Mac. And so before having Mac via the C-section, I had about like 26 hours of labor, which I definitely could have gone without because it was just going to be that I was going to need to have a C-section regardless. I was never going to get over seven centimeters. Just, I mean, this is boring, but in summary, my uterus is shaped like a dumbbell, like a weight. So going da- going vaginally was never going to happen. Like I just was never going to get over seven centimeters. Wait, I so actually, w- I wish we would have seen that in the ultrasound. It was never so seen. They, they couldn't pick that up. No, because let me tell you, if they picked that up and said that I was never going to get over seven centimeters, I would have been like, great, schedule a C-section exactly. on my to-do list, not um, 25 hours of labor. Yeah. So um, my point of telling you all that is that the epidural gal, once again, speaking of like a good person to have this happen to, before I knew oh, about God. the C-section, I was going through labor. Like I had this folly balloon thing put up to try to, you know, soften my cer- cervix. That wasn't working. And that was honestly 12 hours of hell. And I actually was messaging with Rinny during it, like, you did the folly balloon. This is awful. Anyway, <laughs> it worked for her, actually, as she would say. Yeah. Um, and that, it just goes to show, right, that every woman is so different in, in this kind of situation. But um, the anesthesiologist was training someone to do an epidural. Oh, I'm the perfect person for this. So they do the epidural. And and it's funny, like, because I'm an older parent, you know, I was 39 at the time. Most of my friends, my sister has three. She's younger than me. Like, she was the one saying, oh, Mare. Once you get the, all my friends, once you get the epidural, it's like you're high-fiving angels. Like, like you don't feel a thing. Yep. All is good, <laughs> That's right? what I had, yep. Okay, well, the epidural goes in, and I'm just, and the contractions are still going. I'm like, oh. oh. And like, it just goes to so, like, mentally, you, you like, when you think maybe it's getting better, it's like, all right, it kind of feels a little better, but I'm not high-fiving angels. <laughs> like, I'm definitely still in the pain cave. Um, yeah. So, Boring story short, it, it didn't hit the right spot, so they had to redo the epidural. But it was just like, I just remember sitting there, like, clenching my teeth and grimace on my face, and, like, the sheets, I was just scrunching them. And I was just like, oh, no, it's all right, no problem. Yeah, if you could just, you know, maybe pop it in the right spot, that'd be great. <laughs> just, grab a coffee first if you want. Like, yeah. Just make yourself comfortable. <laughs> so the the doctor training the other doctor on it, um, she was so nice, and she's like, I'm so sorry. Don't worry. This will come right away, and and it did eventually. Yeah. Um, but then it was like, it's funny. I, I don't want to be like this, but I didn't really get to enjoy the epidural because then Max's heart rate dropped, and we had to get to a C-section immediately, yeah, right. and um, the doctor was annoyed that with, understandably, is not. I've been sitting at seven centimeters for, you know, 20-some hours, like, C-section. <laughs> so, wow. There, that's where we were. But it's just funny how every, and I tell this to women who reach out now about like training during pre- pregnancy, Yeah. whether, you know, Michelle Vesterby, this is a good topic and I know her, she wouldn't mind me talking about it, but like everyone, someone, okay, of the, I'm just using an arbitrary number, of the hundred yeah. comments she gets about her amazing training, she reached out, said, Mare, can I train during pregnancy? And I sent her everything I did. I was like, 
we're pregnant, not powerless. You know, yeah. it's not like you need to go do like an Ironman a day, but yeah, you can move everything slower. Like, yeah. you know, it's amazing how the peanut gallery just like throws shade at, on email. And it's like, it's her body. She knows her body. She's an athlete. Yeah. Um, she's training. Well, I did, I actually, I didn't throw her shade, but she had done like 30 hours of training and I was like prepping for this and I was at like 23 hours and I'm like, dude, you're pregnant and you're doing, I'm doing an Ironman in a month or whatever. Yeah. And you're doing, and she was so nice. She's like, but you're my inspiration. You swam 8K the day Mac was born. <laughs> like that was really slow. And I, I know she's doing everything the right way. Yeah, she's yeah. just moving blood. You know, it's yeah. not like she's going, you can't go anaerobic anyways when you're pregnant. She's just moving blood. And so, but everyone's like, just rat. Like some, not everyone. There's 89 great comments or 95 great yeah. comments. And then there's five people, maybe three of which are like, oh, just make sure you rest a little. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's great. And then there's two like bad apples. Like you should be you know, resting and you, you, you should take care of the baby. It's like, they don't know, they might not know Michelle. They don't yeah. know her history. They don't know her <clears throat> like profession. They don't know her knowledge of her body and such. So, and I always say like, we are, we're pregnant. We're not powerless. We yeah. can keep active in our job. And, and Michelle in her credit, she's so good about responding to those people in the nicest way and being like, I'm doing what works for me yeah. and what feels good to me. If I don't feel good, I won't do A, B, and C. And, yeah. and then the next day it might be like, you know what? Today I felt like going to get breakfast and going back to sleep. Perfect. Cool. The next day I rode a couple hours. I had a great easy swim. So everyone's different. I mean, my head was in the toilet. I don't know about you. For mm. eight months, exercise was like my way of coping yeah. <laughs> with pregnancy. Um so it just goes to show everyone's so different in pregnancy and labor and even after labor. Totally. You know, like with your baby, my sister and I, for example, she is scheduled when it's time for her little one to nap, nap. And yeah, oh, right. wait, her children sleep through the night. She does it right. Like I'm telling you, she's scheduled and it's right. Me, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, dinner at eight. Yeah, great. We'll be there. Like, <laughs> oh, wait that might screw up max time, but we just like adjust it to our life and go from there. So everyone's so different, right? If I've learned anything about parenthood right. is that every single person is different. Yeah. And well, not even just person, but unit, right. every single right. little team is different. And yep. Yeah, I mean, my pregnancy, I, I did not enjoy being pregnant one iota. Right. Um, and I thought that I would be the pregnant person who would be swimming or riding right, right up and but I stopped exercise probably halfway through because I was yep. in a I was in too much pain yep. and b I was so exhausted that mm -hmm. d exercise wasn't giving me energy anymore mm -hmm. it was taking it away mm -hmm. from me and yep. I couldn't afford to yeah. lay on the couch because I had a business to run you had work. so yep. all of my energy yep. would go into the business and the rest of the day I'd sleep yep, yep. so yeah and then with Frankie, we're just rolling with it, and we're fortunate that mm -hmm. she's a great sleeper. Um, but yeah, we're not strict with times. Right, and it, it, you go with the it's flow. It's whatever's working. Right. Um, right. Actually, um, I sent someone a message the other day about. Uh, she asked me about our jogger, our stroller, uh -huh. and she said, "Oh, have you? Do you do this or that?" And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, "I do it this way. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I'm doing it my way, and it works." And she's like, "That's probably one of the best quotes." 
mm-hmm. for parenthood, being mm-hmm. a mum. Like, mm-hmm. y- there's no right way. Whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. the kid's healthy, no right happy, way. you're healthy, right. happy. That's the right way, right. in my opinion. But 100%. Yeah. And don't you love, I always say, like, I genuinely mean this when you hear people say, um, like pregnant women say, oh, I love being pregnant. Like a lot of people might get like annoyed by that. I don't. I'm like, I love that you love being pregnant. Like it's, it, it, it's actually amazing to mm. me that, and, and you and I have talked about this. Like I had that mindset, like I get to be pregnant. Yeah, t- um, totally. Are, and so grateful. did you. Totally. Like that's our disclaimer that is always there. We yeah. got to be pregnant. That doesn't mean we can't be like, oof. Yeah. We didn't love being pregnant, yeah. though, like physically, like yeah. we didn't love it. We know we got to be pregnant and we were so thankful, but like um, dealing with the things. And I was scared a lot of my pregnancy. I would like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I thought I barfed my Mac out <laughs> and I tried not to be dramatic with the doctor. I remember I got my flu shots and I like I didn't feel him kicking as much and it was really scary. And then I went to the doctor and they couldn't find the heartbeat for like 30 minutes. I mean, oh my that, God. that 30 minutes to this date was probably one of the most scary 30 minutes, if not like of my life. I even went home and I start cutting like salad and I'm like crying hysterically, like making dinner with Aaron. And he took the knife from me and he was like, Meredith, put the knife down please go sit on the couch because I was just like hysterical because yeah. even though it was all good, like my normal doctor came in, found the heartbeat, everything's cool. The, the story is actually a little bit more trippy because my doctor, you know when you like, you have your doctor and um, I, my doctor was away on vacation. Yeah. Um, I had non-stress tests because I'm AMA, which is advanced maternal age, which is their nice way of saying I was older to have oh, a kid. Do you know what that's called in Australia? What, what is it? Geriatric. <laughs> yep. That's what I was at age. I what think, age? I think yeah. th- I think it's 35. Interesting. Yeah, over 35 yeah. in the States. Well, I'm, I was 39 when I birthed them. That's yeah. funny. Geriatric. <laughs> So Sorry. in Ohio, where I live now, it's funny, in California, it wasn't until after like maybe 37 weeks. But okay. in Ohio, it's after 32 weeks. You go to the your gyno once a week to get non-stress yep. tests. And there are 15 minutes just to check the heartbeat. Well, my, my doctor, this is like week 37. My doctor was on vacation. So you know when you go into office, and I was used to going right in the feng shui of it all. Like I had my nurse, Tina. <laughs> she did the non-stress test. All was well. Well, this day I went left and I had a different nurse, different doctor. So like just my normal like routine was off. And the, and by the way, both of them are great, but they the nurse who couldn't find the heartbeat for like a half hour then called the doctor. He found it right away. Yeah. But then he left he left the the room. And what I had this like non-stress test on just listening to Max heartbeat. And I'm just sitting there, da-da-da, waiting, and all of a sudden, it just stops. The heart rate just stops. And, like, I'm in the room trying to shift this thing around my lower part of my stomach, trying to find the heartbeat again. Yeah. And this is thir- this is five minutes after I just haven't found a heartbeat for 30 minutes, right? Yeah. So it was a very, this sounds so dramatic, but it was. It was a very dramatic total time hour that Absolutely. I was there like I barely drove because look I was 39 I'm in week 37 of pregnancy like I just want this baby to come out mm-hmm. right so that's when I went home started making a salad and Aaron took the knife and was like please <laughs> go sit down um, but yeah, yeah it's a trippy pregnancy is a trippy phase so my bringing it back to my point where people are like I loved everything about being pregnant and I'm sure for you it was cool when Frankie started to kick and oh yeah yeah 
But then I like started overanalyzing. And you know, there are women who actually buy the heart rate thing to listen every day. If I did that, I would go crazy because yeah. if I couldn't find the heartbeat. and But I love that people do that and they're like, that gives them peace every day. Yeah. I would be like, dude, I can't find it. I'm stressed. I need to call the doctor. Yeah. So I found pregnancy very stressful in that way. And I really didn't enjoy it until I had Mac in my arms. Like, I, Not that I didn't yeah. enjoy it. I just didn't really feel safe until. And then your whole world changes. You're like, is he breathing? Oh <laughs> and my then God. it goes the other way, right? Those is he first alive? Few weeks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Heart stopper every five minutes. Just stare at them, yep. right? You just stare. You're like, and then you put your ear to their nose. Are they breathing? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, I still absolutely. do it a little bit now, and he's like, like strong and a human, but you yeah. know, it's just nuts. Yeah. Oh, it messes. You think you're oh. strong, and then this little human just destroys owns you. you. They don't yeah. even know it. I want them to remember no. how much they owned us. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, totally. I want them to like come to you when they're 18 and be like, oh, remember that time at six months I absolutely owned you? <laughs> they don't even remember. But yeah, they pull at the heartstrings all the time. You. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. man. Um, I kind of remember what we've spoken I know, about. Sorry. Because it's, we've been all over. It's 11 o'clock at night. Is but it? this is how we roll with work these days, roll. isn't it? Yeah, it's fun, fun conversations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's let's take a walk back. Okay. Like what we try and do this podcast is okay. learn a lot more about the person right. as opposed to the athlete. Okay. Which we've learnt lots Shoot. anyway. Although in saying that you're very open yeah. with everything. So yeah. most people know a lot about you. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back mm-hmm. way back mm-hmm. to before you were a triathlete. Before that time right. that you did your first Ironman, you were talking about this the other day. Oh right. And you smashed the swim run. But it's eight crazy. hours on the bike in yeah. running shorts. That was actually certifiably crazy. Yeah. Yes. So as I was saying, I graduated from college, 21 years old. I like had a midlife crisis in that I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Because, you know, I went to Syracuse to play field hockey. Um, uh, you know, it was field uh, hockey. Yeah. I like field hockey. Yeah. I mean, that's what I went to do at Syracuse and I loved it. And it was like, Field hockey was an Olympic sport, but it really doesn't go past that there. And I was like, so, I, sorry, was Syracuse? Is that like a known? It was a good school. Yeah, so right, it was for, Division for One, hockey. very right. good. And and I, I, it was funny. It's in New York, um, but it's very cold there in the winters. And I yes. was choosing between New York or UVA, which is a very good school in in Virginia. Right. And it's a lot warmer in Virginia. And I wanted to. I could have played at either school and that's you know it's like scholarships this is great I went on official visits and then I just I loved my experience at Syracuse with the team with the coaches well then I got I was in there in the dead of winter and I was like why didn't I go to UVA just because it's so much warmer because like you'd walk out of Syracuse there'd be like eight feet of snow and like why you're taking an exam anyway and it was funny looking back. Actually, this would have been really interesting. So I used to get in trouble, and I'll get back to like the Iron Man part. Don't worry, I won't forget that question. This is a side. Oh, I don't care. I prefer this. No, stuff this anyway. is great. But um, I used to get in trouble by my coaches, and like in hindsight, you know, they're paying for my education, so I shouldn't tick off these coaches. But <laughs> um, for running, like before practice, I know that sounds absurd. Or going oh. to swim for an hour or two before practice, they. 
like it was like I was almost had to hide it like that was just even in high school that was like my thing I was that girl who would go I just it was my thinking time like I always enjoyed right. nothing fast just running just swimming I, I never biked which is why that yep. and we'll discuss I always <laughs> swim and run uh, run but um, I would always swim and run but um, I, I remember and it, it's funny because it, it, this was back when I was, you know, 18 to 21, but my coaches were actually in New Zealand and they were in Wanaka when I was, they were near Wanaka when I was racing, but they didn't know I was racing until they saw it on Facebook. And they, you know, these are oh. coaches that have, I mean, obviously I graduate, graduated from college in 2000, so 19 yeah. years ago. Um, and they retired from coaching and they were out, out traveling. And, um, they could have come watch, and I wanted to be like, do you understand now? Maybe yeah, right. why well, I was right. But I remember I, I used to be so upset that they were so upset that I was just getting some extra cardio in. And, you know, I was always the one on the field trying to, like, go hard. And then, you know, I was that nerd in college that I didn't, like, I didn't drink. It was like, it was there to play sport, and that's what I was yeah. paid to do. And I know that sounds goody two-shoes, but, like, I didn't do it like if I would do my sport and so the fact that I was I wasn't getting in trouble for going out and like getting hammered yeah. I was getting in trouble for going on a run and so like <laughs> now kind of like 20 years later I'm like dude can you give me any credit for that not really credit but like can <laughs> you we talk about this um but anyway yeah so I when I was done with my field hockey days I graduated college literally I used that graduation money to buy a Quintana Roo at the time and my first bike ever really ridden aside from like maybe a cruiser when I was yeah. younger first time in arrow and I popped myself in an Ironman two weeks later so I had two weeks <laughs> it, to get used to like an arrow bike I had no idea what I was doing so your and first triathlon first triathlon ever the Ironman was the Ironman I did not start and it's funny to this day I put an Olympic distance on my schedule this year in Florida, end of April, I'm doing an Olympic distance. It'll be my third one yeah. ever. I think I did two, because randomly I did one in like 2014 to qualify for that high V race, yes. which was like the high pain Olympic. Yeah. I would have never done it otherwise. It was just fun. Um, so those were, I did the one to qualify and then high V, and then now I'm doing one in Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida. I mean, I am gonna get crushed by those um, Olympic distance girls, the Sarah Haskins, Alicia Kay. Yeah. I mean, crushed just in transition alone. I mean, they're so fast, Lauren Goss. Like, so I have about two months to learn transitions. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, pop myself in Ironman. The, the, that's what I was saying at the Women for Tribe brunch is that if you look at my swim, I think I swam literally a 55 which isn't too far off my Ironman time yeah. now. Well, New Zealand was 49, but I swim, depending on the course, right? You swim yeah. anywhere from 47 to 52, or we swim 54, Kona, whatever it is. Um, just just quickly, sorry. Yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. 49 minutes here yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. Generally speaking, they yeah. say fresh water is slower. Generally. Really? Well, I do not find that. I mean, I've swam 47 this course before. It's a little, it's a different course, but yeah. 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 But am I wrong in saying, like, sorry, I shouldn't say that it's slower, but generally they say that salt water, you're more buoyant yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I'd assume yeah. that you'd probably have faster swims. Yeah. But so why here? Is it so, so much faster? Well, you're talking to a person who hates salt water, who literally like the taste, the smell, of anything course. of it. But 
this is also a wetsuit swim. There's something oh, yes, about fresh water. To it's too hard to compare. Yeah. It. It's funny. I would love to. It'd be too hot, but just for like a practice, go out to Kona, mm. put a wetsuit on, and see. and see how that rolls. I mean, for me, I definitely am more of a wetsuit swimmer for sure. Wetsuit and fresh water as my jam. So that's yeah. why 49 happened on the weekend. Felt great. If yeah. that would have been a salt water non-wetsuit swim, my day would have been different in there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but uh, the race I did was in, when I was 21, it was yeah. in lake water also. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, and then my run wasn't horrible. It was like 3.30 for my first, you know, Ironman. Okay. And how, what was the furthest you'd run before that? I think I did a half marathon. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. My senior year of high school, this is what's funny. My senior year of high school, I did an open marathon after, no, no, I went to a field hockey game. I played in like an all-star field hockey game after this open marathon, and yeah. I was really sore <laughs> playing that. Um, actually, I'm still the most sore. If I like went and ran an open half marathon or an open yeah. marathon, I swear to you, I'm more sore from yeah. that effort than an Ironman. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think in, I think in that open marathon, I ran, I ran, you know, I've been dying to do a sub three. I have never done it in an Ironman. I just, yeah. I can't get that even 259, 59. Um, honestly, the closest I've come actually, I think the fastest I've ever ran is 304 in an Ironman. But yeah. this open marathon, my senior year of high school, so I was 17, I think I ran maybe a 258. I remember thinking yeah, that. Right. And then, and so it's like, okay, that's great. Well, in this, Fast forward to four years later or whatever, when 21 graduated from college in this Ironman after eight hours on the bike, 3.30 marathon. Okay, so 3.30 marathon, 55 swim. Let me tell you, eight <laughs> hour, 13 minutes, I think, bike. And the bike was in running shorts because I just didn't understand what spandex apparently was at that time. And I was really hurting for certain for days in my cha-cha <laughs> area. Um, certain for certain yes. for days in my chart yes. area. That could be the name of your third book, third, fourth, yes. third. No, um, it would be third. Yeah. Third book. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I learned a lot, and I learned to just go buy a pair of spandex, and then I think I did. You know, so back when I was twenty-one, that started this whole thing, and now Ironman New Zealand was sixty-four finish. Yeah, it's crazy because I can't say sixty-nine because I've DNF'd five times. And how many of those times are Kona? Three. Yep. Three Konas. <laughs> and then one. Then the other two were actually four weeks apart or five weeks apart. Um, and actually what's interesting, those were both lake water swims, but I was um, that was St. George, which is still like my favorite race um, at mile there. 22, by the way, of the run, meaning as in four more miles to go. <laughs> and I passed out cold. It was That's when St. George was a full. It was like uh, 40 yeah. degrees, yeah. and it was, um, I, w I literally looked like an emaciated, I was like, when I did get weighed, I was like 12 pounds, I didn't manage like yeah. my calories, whatever. So then I, I learned from that, right? I did a sodium preload four, five weeks later in Coeur d'Alene, and I talk about this, and I gained 20 pounds in that race and DNF'd at mile 70 of the bike, literally the sodium preload I did to try to like, keep yep. my electrolytes and everything in check went right to my kidneys and I just like oh, I just shoot. remember Greg Welch my mom said on the podcast he was like Meredith Kessler's coming out of the water now she looks a bit puffy 
Well, that's because no I, way. I literally in the race start, I start ballooning up 20 pounds. I was like that for probably 10 days because I did Rev 3 Portland two weeks after this race. We won it, and I finally deflated like leading into that race. Um, it was a trippy experience. So yes, of the five DNFs, three are Kona, St. George, Coeur d'Alene. Weird, I know. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, back to 21. So from 21 <laughs> to 40, that's when I, I was busting out as an age grouper for nine years. I was trying to do like, yeah. you know, four to six Ironmans, just literally just throwing myself in them. Yeah. Not properly trained. Yeah. Going back to work the next day, like throwing, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I just did an Ironman, local Ironman, or I went here and they're like, oh, is that like a 5K race or something? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. People you work with, yeah, they don't. Out. They've got no idea. They have no idea what went yeah. on in that weekend. So unless yeah. you're in that world, you don't really get it. Yeah, you know? totally. Anyway. So back to you doing mm -hmm. your first one. Mm -hmm. Only two weeks after you finished at college. Yep. college Co we no, call it college. college yeah. yeah. Did, what was it that it was the triathlon? Yeah. Like, did you just go, oh, well, I can swim and run. <laughs> I've heard about this triathlon thing. I'll right. throw a bike into Is that literally yeah. all it was? It was literally like, well, this looks hard. Let me try it. And it, yeah. and I was like, let's see how it goes. This looks fun. I like to run. Yeah, I like to yeah. I like to um swim. Oh wait, but the swim I wanted to be like the longest part of yeah, it. Of course. So I missed that memo that the bike is actually the longest <laughs> and you should ride a bike prior to doing hundred and twelve miles. Hmm. Um top tip. So yeah. Good yeah, tip right. to do. Even <laughs> fast forward to even yesterday you yeah. needed to put in yes. a little more mileage <laughs> to do this race even yeah. after x amount of ironman so it's a it's a really interesting thing but no i wouldn't change just why not just hop into an ironman but yeah if i could go back should i started with olympic and then graduated a 70.3 and then graduated maybe but yeah at least I started with I feel the hardest one, and then it it literally makes a seventy point three feel like a you know fart in the wind. You're like <laughs> done by eleven, great, sweet, yeah, yeah. done, whole day ahead of me. <laughs> okay, well let's rewind to back to when you were even younger. Okay, at what point did you know that sport was going mm -hmm. to be not just a bit of fun? It was going right. to be a big part of your life, right? Um, really, ever since I can remember. I mean, yeah. my parents threw me in sport. Because it was, look, I grew up where we just moved back to from California, but I grew up in a very Midwest, um, Columbus, Ohio, where it's all about, you know, swimming, running, sport. It's about sport. Like you were either right. sport, gymnastics, dancing, The, the school or This the is area? just my area. area. Just like yeah, right. it's Midwest, so there's seasons. So in the winter, it gets okay. colder. And like you just, you need activities, indoor activities that are in the winter. So... I just got into it, indoor soccer. I mean, always. Um, so I just, it's not, and what's great about my parents too is they never pressured me into it. And it's the yeah. same mindset I have for Mac is like, Mac not, may not want to swim. Yeah. He may not want to play baseball like my husband did. He may not want to do this. So let him guide the way, but we also have to show him, okay, mm. would you want to go swim? Would you want to go do baseball? Mm. Whatever, whatever. So um, thrown in. Literally in high school, I was a four sport athlete. So I played field hockey, lacrosse, swimming, track, and yeah. did that all through high school. Went to college to play field hockey. And I just, it's always shaped my life because I will say, let me say this this is why it was hard to go to triathlon. 
I liked being part of a team. I liked being part of a team. This is me as well. Really? Yeah. Like you understand. Like you want. Yep. I wanted to be high, scoring goals together, totally. high fiving people. Yep. Um. So that's one thing. What do I always say? I'm just a technician in my job. There's a team yep. around me getting me to the start line, happy, healthy, with my chi intact. I always say that. But I'm. Even if I'm high-fiving Aaron and Mac now, part of the team or whatever, it's not the same. No. It's not the same. I'm not like, you know, passing to you or whatever, throwing you a ball and you're scoring, whatever. Um, so it's it's not the same. Um, and I miss that. I wish. Same. I've said that too. And you might think that I wish there was a sport where you could have a triath, like it could be professional that like me, Holly, and Sid were all, we are like team whatever. I'm mm. just throwing those names out because yeah, I was yeah. talking to Holly today, just saw Sid. I could think of tons of people you'd want to be a part of this with, but like, can't we be like a triathlon? We're the best triathlon team and we pick who swims, bikes, runs. Just yeah. not like that. But that would be awesome, you know? Oh, um, it would be unreal. Right? Or you each do swim, bike, run, then swim, bike, run. Swim right, bike. something like, like that where you're yeah. all doing something. Yeah. yeah, you're all doing something and you like slap five and yep. the next person goes like a relay. Like, But it's like a serious, you yeah. get paid for it. Like this, except a team. Yeah. I would, I would kill for that i mean not really but you know what i mean i would yeah. love that so so much so well, the mixed relays at yep. the com games everything yep unreal so fun right heaps of fun right but yeah iron man i guess long, would be really boring to be watch a long day. A it'd be a long few <laughs> days imagine eight hours eight hours or nine hours <laughs> whatever nine 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 and then but like even to have your teammates just in that iron man on the side for you like come on we can do this we can beat the other team of three yeah that are doing it it's like if you if you think a lot can happen in one Ironman, imagine what could happen in three Ironmans in a row. Yeah. And once again, I'm just using that as an example. But even the half Ironman or whatever. So it'd be really Absolutely. fun. I miss that. I, I love yeah. that you get me. Like you get. Oh, I was team sports throughout yeah. my entire. I never thought that I'd be right. a part of an individual sport ever. Right. Ever. Right. And I definitely miss that to the point that like I've considered yeah. joining a local footy team or you know just but yes. where the heck would i find time to do it i know like but in all your spare time yeah right, yeah right no right. i yeah absolutely miss that about team sport that right that person next to you knows exactly Love how it. you feel at that point in time exactly yes the same. that camaraderie yeah. and that like you feel so bonded and like yeah yeah i do miss those games scoring goals together or just like yeah. winning a championship game like there's so yeah. many things like that so yeah I, yeah, maybe. And now it's like I'm at the pointy end. It's like that's not. That's like almost sad that it's not like. But then, then I might have to join. A, what do you say? Is that is footy means soccer? Um, rugby, football, AFL, football. Australian football. Okay. League, but okay. Soccer, whatever. But I used whatever. To play okay. Soccer as well. Okay. Um, I would totally yeah. love that. But yeah. I also think that team sports mm -hmm. are phenomenal mm -hmm. for, for for kids. Mm -hmm. I think that's yes. why I learned. Agreed. A lot of my life right. values and skills yes. through team sports. Yes. Um, not to say that obviously individual sports no, no, no. don't support no, no. their own thing, but that's definitely. But it's your foundation, and it's probably still Absolutely. what you think about in your 30s as you did when you were in your teens. Yeah. I know, I think, I still, dude, I'm 40, and I feel like I was in high school yesterday, like, and we won the state championship, yeah. and it was the best day, and like yeah. all my mates, we still talk about. 
by the way, I love how I just said mates, and that's only because I've hanging out with you. In America, <laughs> we totally say friends, but because I'm in New Zealand, I felt like I needed to say mates, and I love it. Um, so no, all my, my friends and I st that were all on that team. We do an annual. We just had an annual girls trip to in Mexico, actually. Oh, that's the ones that you hang. Out. Oh yeah. A couple weeks before you, before. we, yeah. I came here, and honestly. Um, we still talk about that time. Like, oh so my gosh, cool. we were listening to like Eminem on the way to the game and we were warming up to music. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we live in our high school in days. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm so aware that we've been chatting oh, for an I love hour. It. Have it's we? Okay. 20 past 11. It goes by fast, so. It, it does. Yeah. And well, both of our kids are asleep, so I know, I know. We We're should good. continue just talking. Yeah, as right. Much as all possible. day long, all night long. Yeah, yeah. That whole we spoke about this earlier. The whole sleep when they sleep. Yeah, is it a does. Myth. That's like a crack, right? You it, just absolutely. can't. And no. we're not even. What's funny is we're not even home. Like, because if we were home, we'd be doing laundry or the dishes, and then getting work. Yeah. We're outside of our home, but we still have like stuff to do. Like you're, you've been working all day in your room, getting projects done and stuff. Yeah. Why Frankie's sleeping? Even when Frankie's awake, trust you like multitask. Pretty soon you're gonna have her on a backpack while you're like <laughs> videoing, like in the back of you while you're video. If I you had already her at do. At the end of of course. Basso, she was. Oh my gosh. Oh no, I was breastfeeding her and oh taking photos. Oh my gosh. Of Tim. Well, because my it. best mate had looked after her yes. all day yes. and had run out of milk yes. and were waiting for third place female to come down the chute and Nick was looking at me with Frankie and I was like, pass her over. So I'm feeding her and yes. then they say, Dimity Lee Duke's coming yep, into the future like, I'm like, uh -oh. So I picked her up, I'm feeding her and I'm just taking just photos. Yeah. They're probably see? not the best finisher line photos I've taken. Multitasking but we at got its it finest. You got, got it, it done. done. <laughs> that's the thing. And that's what, yeah, we are, it's like we have to learn to multitask, you know? Like yep. now it's funny with the jogger though, on a side note, have you taken Frankie in a jogger yet running? As in the Do you do that? Jogger? Do you run with it? Yeah, it's, it's the best. It's so hard though, right? Oh, do you find yeah. it hard? Although. Way harder. That, that jogger good? is phenomenal. You should have a play with it tomorrow. Not that's, that you're going to be getting Oh, that's out. gone, but I love uh, the thought. Okay. I actually Tula. love Tula. Is that, is that what it's called? It? Yep. Tula. Okay. Yep. I actually love mine, but I'm thinking, this is like a legit sport. Like totally. there should be. And a it's division. funny, I was thinking, in the Olympics, but <laughs> yeah. then it would be tough because they'd have to like weigh the kid, weigh the stroller. Uh, but yeah. everyone should have like same stroller then. Yep. And then weigh the kid and you put a brick in the thing if it's like needs to all yes. be equal weight. But I mean, that is a legit thing Ooh. where you're running fast I, I admit i can't run like intervals with with in the stroller like i just take them on the stroller when it's like easy peasy it, jogging yeah yeah i can't do it yeah i i'm not doing so many of the intervals <laughs> these days it's fair to say i mean my intervals right. are run walk right there's your right interval. right so right now i'm in the phase where i don't want him sleeping while i'm running because i want him sleeping oh, at home yes. when, so it's like I don't, well, and it's also winter at home, but I don't yeah. do it as much. But if I just had a short, quick run, yeah. he loves the motion and he just like nosy rosies looking out at everything. So it's fun. Yeah. It's like in the carrier. They like to look out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She's much more pumped now that she's turned oh, around. She, oh, right. Out. And not facing you. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's at that good age. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. But I remember you pinged me when she was like two months and you're like, can I put her in the jogger yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you do you for sure like if you think she was stable enough of course every stroller is going to say six months because they yeah. want them to be like stable yeah. but like a mom knows their kid yeah while you're jogging are they going to be bouncing around like 
nervous yeah. Nellies. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. to- well, just on that, yeah. I have to personally thank you for all the help and advice oh, you gave me throughout awesome. pregnancy and when Frankie no, arrived. No. Well, even now, like yeah. I, f- I feel like it's once you have a kid or you're pregnant or whatever, yeah. the mum network is oh, insane, huge, right? I- I- amazing. Um, so I'm very thankful. Like I reached out to you quite a few times and anytime. I learned too. And I mean, I know Frankie and Mac are absolutely eight months apart, but still, I still remember what it was like when he was six months. So yeah. anytime. Yeah. And and the thing is, we are all just learning as we go. Oh my gosh. And yeah, yeah, like I've passed on what I've learned. Of course. And again, like we said earlier, it's not that we know right. or you're not an expert or anything, right. but having someone who you trust their, you know, I guess their values mm-hmm. and what they, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that's right. the people that you want to talk to not right. well thank out. you yeah i so, never yeah. thought like i'm always like i'm a squirrel trying to get a nut in motherhood too like what do i do <laughs> but i remember when you reached out about okay when you flew with mac the first time oh i was getting on the plane yes yeah, and i remember so. thinking okay no no not at all i was remember thinking well what i learned was definitely nurse them as mm. you're taking off nurse them as you're taking down because they need to like so their ears don't pop that yeah like, takes their mind off have an activity or like what whatever else i said oh sit in the back row window yep. seat not that it's just like you don't want the creepy old man staring at you while you're nursing but who cares like who cares on that i just did yeah. i wanted room space to room to move while i'm like nursing and yeah. i found if i sat back row um no one someone might sit aisle and no one would sit in the middle i'd have a little more room yeah, so that yeah. was my tip i forget what else but yeah well, you did great you like smooth sailed by the way like four hour flight with frankie when she was only she's five and a half weeks five weeks her. old oh my gosh but, but also at that stage yes they oh just my kind gosh of sleep in your arms now totally. she's just like Woo, let me look at everything and she play with everything and, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and she smiles now yeah. and she wants to flirt with anybody around oh my yeah. god massive yeah. flirt yeah yeah but yeah. I, I actually do remember I emailed you as I got on the plane because oh, right. you had said, you had already said to me, mm-hmm. feed her when you yep, take yep, off. Yep. But she was asleep. And I was like, <gasps> what do I do? Do I right. wake her up? Oh my God. Pass. Does she take a passy pacifier? No? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that was so another we, thing. So like I stuffed yeah. the pacifier in his mouth. Even yeah. now, like it's terrible, but he's 15 months and still I, I have not taken the pacifier away because of this travel. And honestly, do at least my... Do. My pediatrician said, oh, they can have pacifiers till they're two or three. It doesn't, not three, she said, but like two. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Dude, if he still, if that thing still calms him at three, you better believe I'm stuffing totally. that. Totally, <laughs> yeah. Now, when he gets to be an adult, I think we should move the passy, but in, in any event. Um, <laughs> That's a psychologist's yeah, job. We'll deal with that, that out when we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> but yeah, the passy just helps too now with travel when yeah. he needs calmed. So I'm like, totally here. <laughs> yeah. A pacifier is called a dummy in Australia, oh, is it? by the way. Is it? Yeah. A dummy. A dummy. Okay. Yeah. I call it, I don't know why I call it his Zuzu. So I'll be oh, like, yeah. Zoo, Zoo, Zoo. And literally, like, you're going to start to see, like, not that you don't already, but like, they, they learn words so fast. Like, I'll, even now, I'm like, I don't know how he learned. Like, Mac, can you go give this to dad? And he'll, whatever I hand him, he goes and gives it to dad. Or yeah. can you throw this in the trash? Like, I'm starting to, you know, make him into a little helper. Yeah. <laughs> a minion, if you will. <laughs> Very mini helper. Yeah. But now what he's doing is taking things, anything, and yeah. either going to throw them in the toilet. Like, I couldn't find my wedding ring the other oh day. Oh, my God. And he goes into this drawer, and 
Luckily, he didn't grab it, but that's the kind of stuff he would grab and just go and like throw it in the trash. And so, like, you have oh, he's wow. in the, that phase where you have to wa- he wants to go through everything. everything. So everything needs to be put away. The crawling days are over. Yeah, stuff has to be like child proofed, or else I'm gonna catch him drinking like liquid detergent <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Oh man, we've got to wrap this up. Okay, but just just yep. quickly talking about him walking. Yeah. Him meeting you at the finishing line here uh, this weekend. That was the first priceless. time he could run to you. You captured it too. Oh, Well, the yes. second we saw you say, put him down. Put him down. Put I him really down. want. I did. And it was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, I felt bossy. I didn't mean to. I meant to say to Aaron, like, whatever place I come in, like, I, I've always had that vision of, because, yeah, Max Absolutely. just walked, like, literally right before, a week before, maybe five days before we got on the flight to come to New Zealand. Yeah. So I was like, he's always been handed to me at the finish, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, because he wasn't walking. But now he could actually literally run. So I was like, oh, Aaron, put him down. It's great. I could still talk to Aaron at that point. I wasn't totally not listening. <laughs> and even we got to t- chat um, for a normal conversation. But, yeah, that was awesome. And you captured yeah. it. So I was pumped on that. So I'll thank give you. you every single image. Oh, well, of course, you know, I already posted the obviously to your credit yeah. um those couple shots you got of of he and i at the finish so thank you I always That's feel bad because aaron doesn't care he doesn't want to be in those shots but i'm like aaron you're equally a part of this obviously you helped me create this human yeah but he's like dude just get you and mac i i'm sweaty and gross <laughs> <laughs> your race is over it's fly fishing yeah time. fly fishing and beer please <laughs> beer me yeah <laughs> um so next time we catch up i reckon yes. we just put microphones in front of us hit record i mean and, we didn't even yeah we were yeah. just catching up so yeah. easy peasy thank you so much thank you um i don't know when we'll catch up again well definitely see you in kona oh my gosh what? that's nut. that's what? nutty i know and it'll be weird because i met frankie how old was she uh seven and a half seven weeks, and eight half weeks? weeks when you came to kona so yeah. just think by the time this it's crazy will she be yeah. oh my gosh she'll be over a year yeah <gasps> We'll have a birthday party for her. I know. She will be over a year. She'll actually be exactly 14 months-ish oh my gosh, on the day. Oh, makes me feel sick. I know. Don't worry. <laughs> and I'm, like, thankful that there's so there's eight more months or whatever it is. Tons of time. Yeah. Right? We're good. We're good. Okay. Safe travels. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>